Hello there, Russell Shaw, and I'm here to talk to you about something you need to stop doing right now, and that is being a people pleaser. Oh my gosh, remember people pleasers, we get behind, get sidetracked, and when we come back, it's like, oh, where was I? What was I doing? And we have to find that place in our, in our minds again. And so what are we going to do about it? Well, listen to the end of this, and you'll find out a few things. We also have a one-year program going on, and it costs you a dollar a week. That's right, one whole dollar a week to join the program. And so if you're interested in that, you can text me. You can email me. My text number is 304-719-9490. But today, as we talk about being a people pleaser, I've done it so many times. I'll be in the middle of a project and somebody comes along and, and, and I, I like pleasing people. And they say, Russell, can you help me? And I'm a helper. I said, yes, I can help you. What do you need? And I don't mean that. <laughs> but I say it. And so you've got to realize, I love what John Wooden said. He says, do not become too concerned about what others think of you. Be very concerned about what you think of yourself. Because so many times we get so caught up in things. And we always want to make sure we're pleasing people. We want to make sure that the other person's happy. And we got to quit doing that. I know in the military, you know, one of the things they told me when I first went in, they said, never ever volunteer for anything. And I thought, well, okay, I'll kind of take that under advisement. But then, after a while, I found out, you're going to get put somewhere. If they've got stuff going on and they're looking for volunteers, you listen and you find something that you like to do and you say, ooh, 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 pick me. And so you volunteer. Because if you, you can either volunteer or you can get, get volunteered. Of course, you was going to have one or the other anyway. And I volunteered for a job one time that was great. It was such a good job. It was signing up people for doing the funerals. You know, they would have the, the 21 gun salute and all those things. And so people would call in whenever someone had a death in the family that was in the military. And I would assign those and, and get them all lined up. And man, I met some great people. One of the things that we talk about is who you know can really move you forward. And I got some really great jobs because of who I knew. Matter of fact, one of the first jobs I had after leaving there was instructing. And that's when I found out that I loved spending time teaching people. And that was such a great job, and, and I've done it ever since and everywhere I go. thing about it is I've always been this guy that, how can I please you? What can I do to help you? And, and I've done that so much in my life, and I didn't realize how much damage it was doing to the organization and to me getting things done. I always thought, well, you know, if you're helping people, it's important. And... So here I am, I'm trying to, so many times, live in somebody else's shadow. And I tell you what, I, here's something that I, that I read that I thought was interesting. Nobody is so disappointed and so unhappy as the person who longs all of his life to be somebody other than who he really is. Disappointed. So I was kind of a bit disappointed because here I was trying to be somebody I really wasn't by, by pleasing people. And, and it's not that it's outside of who I am, but it gets in the way of doing the things that I need to do for me. Here's a quote I like. The easiest thing to be in the world is you. The most difficult thing is to be is what other people want you to be. Don't let them put you in that position. And so 
don't allow people to put you in, in a position that, that you're not comfortable with. So many times you say, oh, I'm going to help with that. I'm going to do this because you want to be that person and it gets you outside of who you really are. You know, I like I like the thought of that the opposite of courage is conformity. You know, if we conform to the idea that, that we've got to be people pleasers, then we actually are kind of getting away from being a courageous person. You know, it's okay, as I was telling somebody just the other day, as a people pleaser, when somebody come by and asks for help, you can ask them something like, do you need my help right away? Is there any way somebody else can do this? What is it that you need done? Because a lot of times, if, if you're the leader, you need to concentrate on leading. You need to make sure that you're spending your time in a think tank type, think tank type mode. I wanted to make sure I said that clearly. <laughs> and if you are always being pulled away, you're not spending some really qual- good quality time thinking. So when somebody comes by and, and, and asks for something, you know, send your second. Say, hey, listen, you know, Jim over here, Jim's pretty good at that, and, and I've got this stuff out here I'm trying to do. Can, can he help you? Because a lot of times they ask you because you've been a people pleaser for so long. And so here's some things that I did to help me overcome being a people pleaser. Four things, all right, just real quick. Number one, realistically, I saw the people I was trying to please. And so many times, they, they don't really need help or they don't, they don't absolutely have to have my help. But because I'm a people pleaser, they always come and ask me. And you may be doing the same thing. Are you going and asking the same person for help all the time? Because, oh, no, they'll say help. They sell, they'll say yes, and so I'm going to go ask them. Consistently want to... <clears throat> consistently went to the people I wanted to be like. You know, I was always going to get help from people I wanted to be like, and people were coming to me, you know, for the same reason. So whenever we do that, we're we got to overcome that idea of, of always going and being to people that we want to be like. We, we need to be ourselves because that means we're getting out of being that people pleaser whenever we're trying to be somebody else. Number three, visually look at the person I want to be. Visualize. I mean, whenever whenever we say visual, I mean, really, who is it that you want to be? What does it that look like? What is that future you going to be? And so as you're thinking about that, really take some time and put into that as to what is it that I want to look like? What is it that I want to be when I grow up? Who do I want to be? Number four, persistently rejected the pool of people I once pleased. What happens as a people pleaser is people continually come back to you because, you know, Russell, he'll he'll step in and help. Just go over and ask him. And, and I did. I always would step in and help whenever I was asked. And so, in a way, you know, sometimes you have to pull away from those people. And they don't really mean to take advantage of you. You set yourself up for it. I mean, I did. I set myself up for it, to be a people pleaser. And as you pull away from it, people will start to realize, ooh, he's, he's not being the people pleaser he used to be. But now I'm more effective. I can get things done in a more timely manner I also feel better about myself it was tough for me to say no about stuff but now I kind of feel good about the idea oh I can say no to that and it's okay matter of fact one of the things I tell people is if you say no to something that somebody else should have said yes to you're still in their thunder 
and so what I mean by that is the person that needs to, to do that never gets asked because they go to the people pleasers first. They go to the people they know will say yes. And now we're not really getting the, the not given opportunity to the spread of opportunity for others because we go to this person that says yes all the time. And so before you go ask a yes person next time you need something, think about who else might be interested in this. You could find somebody that loves doing that because Russell does it because he's a yes person. He doesn't do it because he likes it. What if you went and asked somebody, oh, I'm so glad you asked. I really enjoy doing that. But yet they never get the opportunity to say, yes, I love doing that because nobody asked them. So next time you go to you getting ready to go to your people pleaser and ask them a question. And if you are a people pleaser, next time somebody comes to you, how can you say no gracefully? And a lot of times it starts by asking questions. What is it you need done? I know somebody else that can help you better. Is is this something that uh, so-and-so could do? I mean, just, just go ahead and ask questions and get those answers and then help them to find somebody that may be better suited and might even wish somebody would ask them. But, oh, well, Russell always does that. Boy, I'd like to get a chance to do that. And nobody knows. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I'm Russell. I'm so glad to be here with you today. I hope this helps you. And tomorrow we're going to talk about taking calculated risks. Ooh, sounds like a fun topic. So I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Hello there, Russell Shaw. And I'm here to talk to you about something you need to stop doing right now. And that is being a people pleaser. Oh my gosh, remember people pleasers, we get behind, get sidetracked, and when we come back, it's like, oh, where was I? What was I doing? And we have to find that place in our in our minds again. And so, what are we going to do about it? Well, listen to the end of this, and you'll find out a few things. We also have a one-year program going on, and it costs you a dollar a week. That's right, one whole dollar a week to join the program. And so, if you're interested in that, you can text me. You can email me. My text number is 304-719-9490. But today, as we talk about being a people pleaser, I've done it so many times. I'll be in the middle of a project, and somebody comes along, and, and, and I, I like pleasing people. And they say, Russell, can you help me? And I'm a helper. I said, yes, I can help you. What do you need? And I don't mean that. <laughs> but I say it. And so you've got to realize, I love what John Wooden said. He says, do not become too concerned about what others think of you. Be very concerned about what you think of yourself. Because so many times we get so caught up in things. And we always want to make sure we're pleasing people. We want to make sure that the other person's happy. And we got to quit doing that. I know in the military, you know, one of the things they told me when I first went in, they said, never, ever volunteer for anything. And I thought, well, okay, I'll kind of take that under advisement. But then, after a while, I found out, you're going to get put somewhere. If they've got stuff going on and they're looking for volunteers, you listen and you find something that you like to do and you say, ooh, 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 pick me. And so you volunteer. Because if you, you can either volunteer or you can get, get volunteered. Of course, you was going to have one or the other anyway. And I volunteered for a job one time that was great. It was such a good job. It was 
signing up people for doing the funerals. You know, they would have the, the 21 gun salute and all those things, and so people would call in whenever someone had a death in the family that was in the military, and I would assign those and, and get them all lined up. And man, I met some great people. One of the things that we talk about is who you know can really move you forward. And I got some really great jobs because of who I knew. Matter of fact, one of the first jobs I had after leaving there was instructing. And that's when I found out that I loved spending time teaching people. And that was such a great job. And I've done it ever since and everywhere I go. thing about it is I've always been this guy that, how can I please you? What can I do to help you? And, and I've done that so much of my life. And I didn't realize how much damage it was doing to the organization and to me getting things done. I always thought, well, you know, if you're helping people, it's important. And so here I am. I'm trying to so many times live in somebody else's shadow. And I tell you what, I, here's something that, that I read that I thought was interesting. Nobody is so disappointed and so unhappy as the person who longs all of his life to be somebody other than who he really is. Disappointed. So I was kind of a bit disappointed because here I was trying to be somebody I really wasn't by, by pleasing people. And, and it's not that it's outside of who I am, but it gets in the way of doing the things that I need to do for me. Here's a quote I like. The easiest thing to be in the world is you. The most difficult thing is to be is what other people want you to be. Don't let them put you in that position. And so don't allow people to put you in, in a position that, that you're not comfortable with. So many times you say, oh, I'm going to help with that. I'm going to do this because you want to be that person and it gets you outside of who you really are. You know, I like I like the thought of that the opposite of courage is conformity. You know, if we conform to the idea that, that we've got to be people pleasers, then we actually are kind of getting away from being a courageous person. You know, it's okay, as I was telling somebody just the other day, as a people pleaser, when somebody come by and asks for help, you can ask them something like, do you need my help right away? Is there any way somebody else can do this? What is it that you need done? Because a lot of times, if, if you're the leader, you need to concentrate on leading. You need to make sure that you're spending your time in a think tank type, think tank type mode. I wanted to make sure I said that clearly. <laughs> and if you are always being pulled away, you're not spending some really qual good quality time thinking. So when somebody comes by and, and, and asks for something, you know, send your second. Say, hey, listen, you know, Jim over here, Jim's pretty good at that, and, and I've got this stuff out here I'm trying to do. Can, can he help you? Because a lot of times they ask you because you've been a people pleaser for so long. And so here's some things that I did to help me overcome being a people pleaser. Four things, all right, just real quick. Number one, realistically, I saw the people I was trying to please. And so many times, they, they don't really need help or they don't, they don't absolutely have to have my help. But because I'm a people pleaser, they always come and ask me. And you may be doing the same thing. Are you going and asking the same person for help all the time? Because, oh, no, they'll say, yeah, they sell, yeah, they'll say yes, and so I'm going to go ask them. Consistently want to, <clears throat> consistently went to the people I wanted to be like. You know, I was always going to get help from people I wanted to be like, and people were coming to me, you know, 
for the same reason. So whenever we do that, we're, we got to overcome that idea of, of always going and being to people that we want to be like. We, we need to be ourselves because that means we're getting out of being that people pleaser whenever we're trying to be somebody else. Number three, visually look at the person I want to be. Visualize. I mean, whenever whenever we say visual, I mean, really, who is it that you want to be? What does it that look like? What is that future you going to be? And so as you're thinking about that, really take some time and put into that as to what is it that I want to look like? What is it that I want to be when I grow up? Who do I want to be? Number four, persistently rejected the pool of people I once pleased. What happens as a people pleaser is people continually come back to you because, you know, Russell, he'll, he'll step in and help. Just go over and ask him. And, and I did. I always would step in and help whenever I was asked. And so, in a way, you know, sometimes you have to pull away from those people. And they don't really mean to take advantage of you. You set yourself up for it. I mean, I did. I set myself up for it to be a people pleaser. And as you pull away from it, people will start to realize, ooh, he's, he's not being the people pleaser he used to be. But now I'm more effective. I can get things done in a more timely manner. I also feel better about myself. It was tough for me to say no about stuff, but now I kind of feel good about the idea. Oh, I can say no to that, and it's okay. Matter of fact, one of the things I tell people is if you say no to something that somebody else should have said yes to, you're still in their thunder. And so what I mean by that is the person that needs to, to do that never gets asked because they go to the people pleasers first. They go to the people they know will say yes. And now we're not really getting the, the, not given opportunity to the spread of opportunity for others because we go to this person that says yes all the time. And so before you go ask a yes person next time you need something, think about who else might be interested in this? You could find somebody that loves doing that because Russell does it because he's a yes person. He doesn't do it because he likes it. What if you went and asked somebody, say, oh, I'm so glad you asked. I really enjoy doing that. But yet they never get the opportunity to say, yes, I love doing that because nobody asked them. So next time you go to your, getting ready to go to your people pleaser and ask them a question. And if you are a people pleaser, next time somebody comes to you, how can you say no gracefully? And a lot of times it starts by asking questions. What is it you need done? I know somebody else that can help you better. Is, is this something that uh, so-and-so could do? I mean, just, just go ahead and ask questions and get those answers and then help them to find somebody that may be better suited. And might even wish somebody would ask them. But, oh, well, Russell always does that. Boy, I'd like to get a chance to do that. And nobody knows. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I'm Russell. I'm so glad to be here with you today. I hope this helps you. And tomorrow we're going to talk about taking calculated risks. Ooh, sounds like a fun topic. So I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.